Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Hey everybody, welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream and welcome to the broadcast. If this is your first time, I would really suggest that you would go back over, especially the last seven episodes that I've done because I did um, part one through seven on Revelation, the building blocks for your kingdom dream. But welcome back to all those that have been following along. Um, this this topic. I'm moving on to a new one. We could keep going down that road of revelation, but I really feel that um, we've hit it significantly enough with seven, which I only maybe planned on doing two, but we got the seven. (laughs) But anyway, I'm moving on to this topic, and hopefully I can get this done in one, but it's a huge topic. It's on the anointing. I call this the tangible burden-lifting, yoke-destroying, anointing. The only effective anointing is a tangible anointing. At your rebirth, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, you now have accessibility to everything in heaven and you can bring it to earth. You can. You are a gatekeeper in this realm. Psalms 24, 7 says, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? It's the anointed one in his anointing, Christ, the Messiah, uh, the, the one that came, the one that was the, the, the word and became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the anointed one. He was the Christ, which means anointed one. Okay, well, I will be getting into the importance of manifesting that anointing, that one, because the Holy Spirit, see, this is what you have to understand. When you became born again, you uh, became one with the Spirit of the living God. And as I get into this uh, podcast, I'll give you scriptures on that. But uh, you you need to understand that you this very same river of living water that flows underneath the throne of God has the potential of flowing out of you. Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Once again, that's Psalms 24, 7. What is your, your gate? Your mouth is your gate to this realm, and your spirit is the doorway to the supernatural spiritual realm and the in the the realms of glory and the realms of of the kingdom of God this is you have you are the doorway your spirit can, can let that that and that's why God says pray this way thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven so once again i'm going to be teaching on manifesting a tangible anointing because he does no good just sitting on the inside of you except for you. Did you hear me? Because of the blood of Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit becoming in and and going beyond the boundaries of sin because the payment of the blood that was paid. Because that Holy Spirit has now come in and and become one with your spirit. But now it's Christ in you, which is the hope of glory, the hope of heaven, the hope of eternal life. But it's Christ on you flowing forth from you 
that is the hope for everything else. That's why he said, pray this way, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I want you to understand that you are all portable portals of the glory of God. Wherever you go, you can begin to effervesce or you can allow massive amounts of living water springing up out of your life and raining down in every situation that you come in contact. But before I go any further, I need to make a couple of announcements or well, a couple of announcements from our sponsors. <laughs> Hi, this is Barry Markle. <laughs> I was trying to sound even more professional. Anyway, uh, and, and this is the great announcement. Every episode, week by week, is building a capacity, an environment, and a framework so that we can create accessibility to lay hold of all the resources that God has already prepared and ready for you so that you can absolutely fill and fulfill, fill your life, and fulfill your purpose while you're here on the earth. We have to stop just surviving, and it's time for us to serve, to begin to thrive and begin to be everything that God called us to be. So um, just before we get totally drenched in, in eternal substance from a very from the very presence of God, let's do a little recap from the last few weeks. So uh, the last seven episodes, uh, I'm just going to name them. Revelation, the building blocks of the kingdom dream, of your kingdom dream. And then the uh, part two is Revelation, the building blocks of your kingdom dream, part two. Because <laughs> I only thought I was going to do two episodes. And then it goes on to Revelation, this and I and I can't I named it still Revelation, but the spirit of Revelation. Part four was of Revelation was the greatest revelation, and part five is the upgrades. And I talked about you being the upgrades, and then I talked about in part six of you being more than a conqueror, and um, part seven is called the end game, which will actually be coming out next week. <laughs> you had a little a preview of that. So anyway, here we are um, at the end of that. But it's about Matthew, the basis that comes from Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 19, where Jesus reaches the region of Caesarea Philippi. And uh, he asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? And they say, some say John the Baptist, Elijah, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But then he says, but who do you say that I, the son of the man, am? And then Peter says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And I get into a little bit of an animated session about that and how Peter was so impetuous. But anyway, uh, he says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And then Jesus says back to Peter, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this is not revealed to you by man, but this is revealed to you by my father in heaven. And, and this is what he is building his church upon. And this is what he says to Peter, and this is what I'm building my church upon, my ecclesia. It's I'm building it upon revelation and that you can hear from the Father. In the same way that, that Jesus is building the church, he's also uh, building and releasing to you your kingdom dream. It's day by day relationship 
ongoing. Man does not live by bread alone, that Jesus repeated this when he was in the wilderness and being tempted to the uttermost. He, he, and, the, and the devil came to him and said, you know, if you're the son of man, turn these stones into bread. And then, and then the Lord says back to um, his enemy, Man shall not live, he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. So we are living in the midst of a spoken, revelatory, proceeding, prophetic word from the heart of the Father. And this is what Peter got. And Peter got this before he was born again. Peter got this before Jesus died and shed his blood and sacrificed his body and was resurrected and, and ascended into heaven and, and sprinkled his blood on the mercy seat in heaven. Peter was hearing this. So how much more can you as an upgrade, for, for you that has stepped into the greater covenant, for you that stepped out of just being under the Adamic curse, and now you've stepped underneath the free-flowing freedom that Jesus Christ purchased for us, and we became the many brethren of the firstborn of the last Adam, and his name was Jesus. I, we are underneath the lineage of Jesus Christ, not of Adam. My God, if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what it is. I'll send an emergency vehicle right over. Anyway, so uh, I, I get into how that God is speaking to us on a regular basis. So please go back over those. If you have not, you will find them very helpful in your walk. So, okay, recap is now done. And, and we're getting on to this topic, which is a topic that my wife and I, Tammy, and the reason why I'm bringing this, I'm bringing this maybe uh, prematurely in, in, the, in the realm of what I felt I was going to go through these episodes with, but I don't think I'm coming prematurely in the spiritual realm, but out of my schedule. So God is preempting me and he said, Barry, I want you to share this message now. So this is a prophetic uh, flow of the season we are in. And I believe that we are receiving the tangible anointing coming out of our lives so that we can make the extreme advancements right underneath all the guise of darkness, all the plans and the, evil, uh, and the plots and the slanders of the wicked that's going on right now. So the scripture I want us to base this uh, podcast on is Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. And it says in the King James Version, the New King James Version, sorry. It shall come to pass that in that day, his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Okay. Um, they're they're in the captivity of the Syrians, and God is giving them a prophetic word from Isaiah and saying the, the yoke and slavery and th that you have been under is about to be destroyed by an anointing. And Tammy and I have been saying for the last month or so that we just need more of God's anointing. And so this is what I'm going to be talking about. We, we need to understand what the anointing can do for you. You need to understand that you have more than enough on the inside of you. The anointing, the burden lifting, yoke destroying, power of God called the anointing is waiting to come out of you to come against every circumstance trying to contain you, stop you, steal, kill, and destroy you. 
This is what the anointing is for. And you need the tangible anointing because it's awesome that the anointing is in you, but it does not do anybody any good or your sphere of influence or your metron of ministry or your family or your job or your nation any good if the anointing just sits on the inside of you. We need the tangible, touchable, feel, uh, anointing of God. You know what the Bible, in the Bible it refers to often, and I say it often, it's she's better caught than taught. There's something that you are going to pick up an anointing even by listening to this episode today because there's an anointing on my voice because I've been spending time praying in the Holy Spirit and manifesting the glory of God. Huh. Isaiah 10, 27, here's in the, in the Passion Translation. In that day, the Lord will remove the heavy burden from your shoulders and break off the yoke of bondage from your necks because of the heavy anointing upon you. So there's a difference between the anointing being in you and the anointing coming upon you. And then this is like a, a, a footnote to that scripture in the transla- in the, the Passion Translation. It says, or because of the anointing, and this is Isaiah 10, 27, or because of oil, anointing, oil is, free, is a frequent symbol of the anointing of God. Although the meaning of the Hebrew text of this clause is uncertain, some scholars see the imagery of an ox who grew so fat that it shattered the yoke over its neck. The Assyrians' yoke of bondage will be broken off of Judah because they grow fat, heavy with the anointing of God's restored favor. My God. So, so here, here it is. I'm going to give you some specifics right now on what the anointing is that God is making reference to. So we're talking about the substance of what is applied to make a yoke be destroyed. There may be yokes in your life today that need to be destroyed. And it can be destroyed today by the one-stop shop and the one cure-all called the anointing of Holy Spirit. The Hebrew word here in Isaiah 10, 27, when it says anointing, it is the Hebrew word shemen. This is where the Latin the Latin gets the word. In Latin, the word is semen. That's where in, in Latin you get the word for the anointing here is semen. This is, you know, where we get our word semen. And, and don't be giggling and, 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 and think this is potty humor and like that. No, this is literally, it means, it means the seed of life. The anointing here that destroys the yoke of slavery and removes the burdens is the seed of life or the very spirit of life. Shaman anointing also means fatness, richness, and prosperity. So here's the, here's the Isaiah 10, 27 in the AMPC translation. And it says, and it shall be in that day that the burden of the Assyrians shall depart from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck. The yoke shall be destroyed because of the fatness which prevents it from going around your neck. That there's so much life, there's so much the seed and spirit of life that is coming out of you in this season of your life. You're so much fruitfulness coming out of your life that it begins to displace 
what the enemy is trying to burden you with and steer your life with. Okay, here's Isaiah chapter 10, 20, um, chapter 10, verse 27 in the CJB translation. On that day, his burden will fall from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed by your prosperity. My God, can you hear this? Like Sheman means, it means seed of life. It, it means uh, spirit of life. It means fatness, richness, and prosperity. So the yoke of slavery is destroyed or whatever the yoke is. The yoke could be depression, perversion, poverty, or a myriad of other things. This is how, this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is how the enemy does it. This is how he forms a yoke that needs to be destroyed. Like a farmer, the enemy carves out a yoke, which is a steering apparatus. He carves it out so well that the animal hardly knows it's there except for a little weightiness. When a farmer would use an oxen back in the day, he would take a you know, piece of wood, he would carve out a yoke, you know, generally the shape of it, and then he would place it on his actual ox. And he would look, because not every ox has the same shoulder blades and all that kind of stuff. So he began to carve out so it wouldn't chafe and wouldn't and 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 then it would so it wouldn't rub and and, and it would fit on him perfectly, and so that he would have an oxen that wouldn't be sidelined because he's, he has all these wounds and he's not able to because the, the, the um, yoke is chafing. So this is what the enemy does is he looks at hereditary curses. He looks at the frailty or the proclivity of your flesh and the failures of your past and begins to create a steering apparatus. And when, when uh, in, in such a way that you could hardly know that there is anything even yoking you. It feels so familiar. This is what the enemy has done for centuries. And that's where you get hereditary curses from. It's where you get familiar spirits from because the enemy is a master of salesmen, but he is also a master of illusion. And he's a master that, of, of somebody that can create an environment that we begin to believe. But the yoke is destroyed by an anointing. And I'm going to get into that. Here's a side note. A, a lot of women who grow up in an abusive home, say an alcoholic's home, their father was an alcoholic, oftentimes marry an alcoholic. This doesn't seem reasonable. You think they would run from it. And a lot of, some people do, and some people break free of it, but because it's so familiar, there's so much familiarity that it doesn't seem bad. It just seems like home. They're used to it. This is how specific yokes that the enemy has researched and planned and placed upon people's lives. I just want to add uh, to this side note, I want to add a little caveat as well to this teaching. The enemy has come to seek, to kill, and destroy. That's true. But he is limited in his resources because he cannot reproduce or create. So without giving him any more glory, than, and um, all, all we do is understand that these plans that are not of God are, are not God-proof. The, these plans that the enemy has for your demise are not God-proof. And he cannot spend a whole lot of his resources on each individual. So after he designs it and puts it in motion, 
most of the time he has to back away because he doesn't have time to follow through on it. This is one of the flaws and one of the reasons why the enemy cannot have a success rate when we are operating in an anointing because God has a plan for every yoke and everything that the enemy has plans for. Okay, so what God has designed is the anointing. Like I said, the shaman, the the seed of life, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus to actually be planted into the very darkness of the yoke. That yoke then begins to be to displace and completely destroy um, by the anointing seed of life. You don't need to come against the enemy as much as you need to speak forth life into situations and circumstances that are trying to steer us or control us. The very seed of life is being, as we begin to decree and declare and allow, so I, I start out by Psalms 24, 7, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up ever, everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. The anointing, one and his anointing, is about to be a seed that is planted in the midst of the yoke of slavery that has been over your lineage and your family, and all of a sudden, the, that seed will begin to produce fruit. And that fruit will begin to displace and destroy the very works of the evil one. My grandfather told me that God is interested in fruit, more fruit, much fruit, and that your fruit would remain. It is your fruitfulness in the kingdom that displaces the plans of the enemy and destroys the yokes and lifts off the burdens. So ladies and gentlemen, you have been placed in the midst of darkness to grow up bigger than the evil of the day and throw off the yoke of tyranny that has been placed upon your spheres of influence and your metron of ministry. You are about to grow up too big, too prosperous, and too fruitful that the yoke of slavery does not fit your design and the enemy will try to force it back on you and the greatness and the fatness of the anointing of fruitfulness begins to push back on the apparatus or the slavery or whatever it is that used to steer your lives and the, the, and, and the lives of your forefathers and all of a sudden you begin to outpace, outgrow, outweigh the plans of the, and schemes and the yokes of the enemy and all of a sudden the yokes on the devil. <laughs> yeah, you could take that and play however you want to say, the yokes on the devil, yep. Uh, he's, he will begin to be enslaved by the very thing that is trying to enslave you. Like I said, I think as an episode or two uh, uh, um, before, that the enemy is going to be thrown into confusion in the end days because every time the, he attacks, we get stronger and we, we take back more because of the anointing. Hallelujah. So uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 2 says in the Passion Translation, for the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liberated us, liberated us from the law of sin and death. It's a Passion Translation. Here's a, a, a one that I'm more familiar with, Romans chapter 8, verse 2, in the New King James Version. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So the spirit of life, this is what I'm talking about. We don't need to combat the devil. We just need to speak forth the spirit of life. Call forth the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. This is the the thing that will displace 
the enemy's plans. It, it's the thing that causes you to be set free from even what you have done from the, the for the, let me quote this for you again, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. The consequences of sin is death. So you've been set free from even the consequences of sin. And you're saying, well, you mean I can get away with murder? I'm not, I, hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. But I want to tell you a lot of the things that you could have been condemned for, you should have been condemned for, you should have been caught, you should have been prosecuted. You, you, if there's an honest repentance in your life, God sometimes just washes away those things and makes you all. Every time you accept the blood of Jesus, every time you welcome Holy Spirit into your life, you, you become a brand new creation. All things are washed away and all things are made brand new. And some people say to me, well, Barry, you say that, that I'm going to be able to get away with things. I'm, I'm just saying that his grace is very much unfair. His favor is very much unfair. You need to understand that you got heaven instead of hell. You got beauty instead of ashes. You got the oil of joy instead of mourning. You got a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. I'm, I'm telling you, it is the unfair gospel by an unfair king because I should have got what he got at Calvary, but he took it all. He became the one that paid the price for our covenant. And all we have to do now is believe in it and begin to speak it forth and we'll begin to have and, and possess the very things that he paid for, for us to have. Amen. So here, uh, I'm just going to go a little deeper in this. So we're just actually getting ramped up here. Hopefully I'm at 25 minutes here into this broadcast, but podcast, but I'll try to see if I can round it up. I don't know. <laughs> Acts chapter three, verse 19, repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Now, this is an amazing scripture. Uh, Repent, therefore, and be converted. This is very important for you to do, that your sins may be blotted out. But here's the deal. This is how God even does it with your salvation. It says that your sins may be blotted out. That word in the Greek, blotted out, is uh, th those two words are um, blotted is alepho, meaning to anoint. And uh, ek is, means out. So anoint, a blotted, out is actually to anoint out. The way God operates is he releases an anointing that goes in and displaces. These are blotted out. They, they're anointed out. Are you hearing? Are you hearing the, the revelation coming right now? It's not so much of giving up something. It's running to someone. You, did you hear me? It's not what you're giving up into your salvation. It's what you're, what you're running to. Not what you're running from. It's who you're running to. Blotted out means, it's the Greek words, alepho and ek. Alepho means to anoint. Ek means out. So you're anointing things. This is how God operates. This is not just salvation. This is every way. This is how God operates. He he. Be, he sends us an anointing into a situation so much that it begins to flood out, begins to displace by good and by light. And it's the same way you walk over into your room and you have faith that you switch that light on and that light coming on displaces the darkness. Can you hear me today? 
Don't our focus is never on the enemy. Our focus is always on the answer, the solution, our God, the anointing, the goodness of God, the greatness of God is speaking it forth. The promises are yes and amen. All you have to do is lay hold of them by speaking them. We are in a decade of declaration and the enemy is trying to shut you down and shut you up and contain you and quarantine you. But I want to say to you today, this is a new day. This is the day that the Lord has made and God is a releasing a fresh anointing into your life. I release it now, a fresh anointing to come into your life, that burden lifting, yoke destroying, power of God to anoint out everything that's stepping in your way. In Numbers chapter 32, verse 20 and 21, it says here, then Moses said to them, if you do this thing, if you arm yourselves before the Lord for war and all your armed men cross over the Jordan before the Lord that he has, until he has driven out his enemies from before you. Okay, I'm gonna read that again. Numbers chapter 32, 20 and 21. Then Moses said to them, if you do this thing, If you arm yourselves before the Lord for the war, so get yourself ready. Verse 21, and and all your armed men cross over the Jordan before the Lord until he has driven out his enemies from before him. So God is, he's saying you need... He's saying this to Moses is saying to them from that he heard from God. He's saying, if you do this thing, if you get ready and you prepare yourself for war and you actually take steps towards your obedience to him. And I want you to know that obedience is your greatest weapon. And you step into your promised land as you step into it. God will go ahead of you. He has driven. uh, He has driven out. Until the Lord, the Lord, until he has driven out his enemy from before you. That word, the Hebrew words, he has driven out, is actually one Hebrew word called yaresh, which means to drive out and possess by possessing. So as we're obedient to God, and as we get ready, and we stir ourselves up, and we put on the armor of God, and we step in the direction of the obedience that God has given to us, the God of our salvation and our creation will then go ahead of us and begin to displace the enemy ahead of us before him. My God. So the Lord is saying to the children of Israel to get ready and to do everything you're supposed to do, get dressed for battle and actually go across. And as you step into your promised land, I will begin to yaresh the enemy ahead of you. I will begin to displace the enemy as you step in obedience. He begins to alepho ek. He begins to anoint out. His anointing begins to flood out of us. And Isaiah 61 verse, uh, Isaiah 61 verses one through four, it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. I'm anointed to preach good news to the poor. This, this is what it is. You need to decree and declare, I'm anointed to preach good news to the poor. You need to know that you, as a believer, the Bible says, these signs shall follow them that believe. It's a believer's anointing. If you believe you're greater than John the Baptist, if you are a believer, if you're in the new covenant, if you've been born again, you're greater than the greatest man that ever was in the Old Testament. And his name was John the 
Baptist and go back and listen to the other podcasts and you'll find out what that is meaning by that. But I want to tell you, when you are anointed, you need to know that you're anointed to decree and declare something. In this decade of declaration, especially, begin to call forth the anointing of God upon your, and, and he will come upon your life because he does nobody any good by sitting on the inside of you. He needs to come out of you like a river of living water and begin to be tangible. The only transferable anointing is a tangible anointing, and he wants to transfer that anointing into other people's lives. So it says in Isaiah 61, 1 through 4, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty for the captives, release from darkness for those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord's favor, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who provide, uh, to, to comfort all those who are in captivity, to provide for those who, who are bound and, and, and blind and, and cannot get over their past life, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to give them the crown of beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and a garment of praise for a spirit of of, of despair or heaviness, that they might be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor, that they might rebuild the ruins of their lives and and, and restore the places that have been long devastated for generations. This is what you're anointed for. But the anointing works from the inside out, and be, but it needs to come out of us and begin to grow and begin to expand. And this yoke of slavery needs to be destroyed. And, and there's, there's even sins of, of commission. There's things that you've been doing that God wants to take, take care of. But there's sins of omission, the areas that you don't even know that you're being steered. But as you spend time in the presence of God, all of a sudden, these things that you, you find yourself, you're about to make that next step into the job or that you're about to... You know, get the promotion. You're you're about to come into a new sphere of influence, and all of a sudden, th- this yoke gets slammed down upon you, and you get steered away again, and you get the uh, the proverbial rug ripped out from underneath you, and you don't even know why. And it's because a hereditary curse, or uh, this familiar spirit, or this yoke of slavery that is haunted and daunted, and 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 your generations, and your fathers, and your mothers of your past, and your forefathers. But I want to tell you, these things can be destroyed destroyed by just more anointing. You got to spend time in the anointing to receive an anointing. You need to allow the anointing to rise up in the midst of you. Get on podcasts like this. Get in a, in a service. Uh, receive an anointing so you can get that stirred up in the midst of you so you can throw off the fetters and the shackles of the enemy in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. See, this is the scripture in which Jesus quoted in, in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, and, and, and tw- uh, 19 and 20 and 21, where, where he, he gets the, the scroll and he, because his customers go to the synagogue on, on Saturdays. And he would, but he, he went there one day and he just opened up and he read this, that the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach. Hallelujah. I'm anointed. You're anointed to decree and declare something. And this is how you're going to release the anointing is by your declaration into this realm and understanding that you have the burden lifting, yoke destroying power and presence of a, of, of a, of a holy God on the inside of you waiting to come on the outside of you. 
First John 2.20 says, you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Isn't that amazing? You have an, uh, because you know why? Because the Alpha and the Omega lives on the inside of you and, and you can know anything that you need to know at any time. The spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, might, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord is waiting to come out of you at any moment, but you need to believe, receive, and speak it forth into this realm, understanding that you are anointed to speak and uh, anointed to release an anointing that will lift off birth to destroy yokes in your life, in the lives of your family and friends, neighbors, province, uh, state, country, the world, the anointing is waiting to come out of people. The, 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 the whole world is waiting for the manifestation. See, it's a manifestation of a tangible anointing on God's manifested sons. The whole world is waiting for somebody to rise up in the midst of their people, in the midst of darkness and release an anointing. First John 2, 27 says, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you don't need that anyone teach you. But as that same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. So more you renew your mind the, uh, with the word of God, because the, the word of God is in is the, uh, the capsule in which the spirit of the living God lives and abides and flows in. So the more words you have, the greater levels of the anointing that you can release into this realm. Acts chapter one, verse eight says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna leave it there and I may have to come back and do another episode on the anointing, but uh, I just, the spirit, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. This is the anointing. The anointing is not so much a substance as it is a person. Amen. I just released that to you today. I released that burden lifting, yoke destroying, anointing, and it's time that you do this for your friends, your family, your children, your legacy. Release the anointing into this realm, into your spheres of influence. Destroy the yokes, your fruitfulness at will. You're planting seeds of life. When you begin to speak forth life, you're planting. And they, the enemy cannot sustain your storm and the fear of the Lord flooding out of your life because of the, the, the life of God. You are striking fear in the very camp of the enemy and, and he will be pushed back as you begin to call forth the seed and the spirit of life. It will penetrate into the darkness. You've been placed in the midst of the chaos. You've been placed in the midst of that, that relationship, in, in that family, in that job, in that school. You've been placed there on purpose by God in the midst of darkness, on purpose to provide light, life, liberty, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus and begin to make a difference in this world. I bless you with that today in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you guys uh, could do me a great favor, go to my website, check out my book, uh, Wake Up Into Your Dream. Um, it's a bestseller now. It's been helping a lot of people. Uh, if you want to support us, that'd be great there. You can go, um, it, my Take Charge Ministries is a, a ministry that I have. Um, it, it, you can give to that there. 
thank you so much. Uh, please download these and share these podcasts because I really feel that people need to hear these things. And if you're being blessed, please do that. Until next week, and I don't even know, I have another podcast I wanted to start series. I wanted to start on identity. <laughs> and I promise you that, guys, <laughs> several episodes ago. But we're going to get there. But I may need to go back on and just finish this up properly. Uh, love you guys. Believing for you. So let's, let's all wake up into God's dream together and begin to be everything God called us to be. Much love for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>